We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. It looks like we might survive this 24th thing, but there is still a lot of crazy shit going on in the world. We're going to break some of that down here today on this fine Saturday morning. Joining me for the show is is my great friend and the founder of IntelliHub.News, the creator of ATN.Live, Shepard Ambellis. How's it we going, are going to be, hey. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How's everything going on your side of the world? Uh, we're still alive. We're into the uh, September 24th date, partway into it now. And uh, all, so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we can ask for. I was outside this morning, uh, just kind of walking around. It's nice and we're not cool, but it's getting cooler as as we kind of get into into the fall and everything. And the I was watching the sunrise and, and the moonrise on the over in the the east. And it's so weird how how the moon and the like the the sun and the moon supposedly you know there's that that binary component where you know illuminates the moon and. It's so weird how they can be both over there, and it's just like the bottom of the of the moon getting illuminated, and it looks real trippy because it's almost like this little sliver of this mm-hmm. orange color, and right. just staring over there, seeing, you know, what you can kind of see in, at that part of the morning. We we were talking about this on your show yesterday, where they're saying that Jupiter's supposed to be like the closest in sixty years, and. It's still boggling my mind how exactly that that's possible when it does it like every so often. Like, why? Yeah, is it, this they shit said it, so it. They said it. Um, it goes in the opposition of the sun every thirteen months, and um, then they're saying it's like the closest in uh, seventy years or something like that. So you know, it's it's a little bit strange to me, like. I could see how um, that could be possible and, um, you know, that that, that could be how it works. But um, I just felt like the story was a little strange when I was listening to the different news broadcasts. It's like you could tell they were basically spouting out the same information, the same rhetoric. Um, They were using some of the same terms. And it's just like I... I don't know. It like hit me like this is like top down, like coming down and and they're kind of telling them. And then they mentioned those other planets like, oh, you know, and then you're going to see some other planets. And then one like one of the news broadcasts, the guys like that said the same thing. Oh, you know, you might even see some other planets. And um, and then he starts naming them like Mercury and Mars or something. And I'm I'm thinking that's even weirder because like. You know, you don't, these other planets never really, um, you know, why would they be any different? Why are you going to see these planets stand out all of a sudden, you know? So um, 
I don't know that it, it just struck me as like really weird. And that's supposed to happen on the 26th. Now uh, that's two days away. And they said in the days leading up and the days after, and it, it's yeah. just weird how it's in that period of, uh, you know, we got this Iceland, um, super volcano or, or, uh, Netherlands or whatever. Where was that? I think it was, um, there was one in New Zealand, New Zealand. Sure. That's right. Yeah. The Iceland one was a, a while back. It's New Zealand and, um, that's going on. We got all these different, uh, weather patterns. I don't know. There was a couple people on Twitter. They tweeted out, you know, people tweet stuff like this all the time, but, um, they tweeted like this one, um, lady tweeted like for anyone who gives a shit, this is not the sun. And they were showing off to like a certain direction, which they know to, um, it's not supposed to be dark over there and it's all illuminated. It looks like the sun. And then, um, you know, there's another picture. It says Nibiru rising. You don't know if these are just clowns like posting like the wrong shit. Like they're watching the moon rise and they're like posting Nibiru or something. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's something to look at. Um, just like that this all is just like a little too much when they're like saying they're doing a nasa um dart like asteroid redirection um test supposedly they call it a test and they're doing that yeah. like right now you know like we're in that um time frame too and i thought that's that's pretty crazy too like all of these things adding up is just like too much yeah to jump back real quick to that um, with those news stories, I felt like I was watching during, I think it was like the, the run up to 2020 or something like that, where you could show all these different no, it was for COVID and they showed all these different news stations and they were going basically all across the, the screen. Like they were all saying the same shit. And those clips were playing from two different complete news, news sources, like you're saying in the same exact shit, like who's writing this shit for the people. I don't think news people should ever say exactly the same shit like that that's kind of out of the ordinary i've only seen it with basically covid and maybe 9-11 big big events to to where they're getting fed this information yeah yeah else. you're right you know you kind of notice that too like i noticed that that pattern or that rhetoric it just seemed like when and then my friend um messaged me my friend john he's like uh that dart right like i was trying to figure this out the other day because they say it's like dooms or they say it's like a double asteroid redirection test. But what if it's like doomsday asteroid redirection, uh, trajectory or something, you know, like it, like, like it seems like, uh, I, I just keep thinking of how Pompeo said, uh, we got one shot to get this right. And they were like declaring the Stafford Act and they were doing all this stuff. And it's like, what do you, what's he mean? Like one shot to get this right for like COVID? Like, oh really? You only got one shot to get it right for COVID? Like, how's that? And it just seemed like space rhetoric to me or something. But I mean, I have no proof of that. I, you know, I can't say for sure, but it's odd. Like this, there's just a bunch of odd stuff that surrounds this. Yeah. And it's really hard to make a good assessment on it when they're, not giving us any data when we look at the 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 neos and everything close to you know that are supposed to be around this time frame and there's this jack shit on there and we know we can't trust these people and if they gave us too much of course we'd figure basically figure out the whole plan and 
I think people would would collapse. Like society would collapse because nobody's gonna fucking worry about working when we're going through this really crazy shooting gallery. Those pictures of Nibiru that uh, I lost them now, but uh, or those people saying that that's Nibiru, that's pretty trippy. I mean, I I don't know what else to compare that it to. It could like, be nor. I mean, that could be yeah, like that could be the moon and like like the guy's a fucking idiot. But um, you know, it makes you wonder. Um, it's kind of compelling. Let me see if I can get those those Jupiter clips from yesterday. So everybody, just in case people missed that. Well, on the on September twenty fifth, there's a couple asteroids passing. Um, okay. They're um, asteroids um, twenty twenty two SE six and twenty twenty two SY four are coming in on the twenty sixth. All these look like. By the NASA numbers, like they're pretty far out. Um, they don't really look mm-hmm. like a threat, you know. Uh, but you know, like, are they really going to list the one that waylays you? You know, like, are, I mean, like, I don't know if they would have that listed. Like, when it really comes down to it, um, they have ones they've identified that they think are going to hit and stuff, like in the future. But it it makes you wonder what they're going to tell you, like, leading up to that. And then will it, will they hit, you know, like, so yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know if they go into like cover up mode or what, um, or if they just publicly divulge information, you know, and it, and it just, um, stays there and, and like it, like the Apophis thing, you know, like yeah, that's sure. coming in in 2029 and NASA's saying like, um, all these people are like, Oh, it's not going to hit. But I know for a fact that they don't know everything because they didn't know about that asteroid that was going to hit. Well, we don't know if they knew, but they didn't list that asteroid that hit a Curie, Nigeria. Yeah. You the, know, they didn't they got lucky there. Yeah. That's kind of weird. And, and it makes you wonder, did they know about that or did that just hit? And they're like, Oh, what, what just hit? And then they start like, <laughs> check, you know? Yeah, I feel like sometimes maybe they're lying to us about when Apophis is going to be coming. But, I mean, anything could be covered up, of course. But that one, I just, I've had the the weirdest feeling about it forever. The name of it, of course, because usually these just get, you know, that, that random classification number of, you know, DB2432 and shit like that. But, like, this one, it's like fucking Apophis. That is one of the creepiest names out there. I'm sure it's, like, Latin or something like that, but... <clears throat> that one just kind of scares the shit out of me. I'm hoping that one's not coming in close, but fuck. It's pretty scary. I'm going to play this Jupiter uh, clip of these people talking about Jupiter. And if Jupiter moves in, that could definitely throw off, uh, I would assume, the way asteroids and stuff like that are directed towards the Earth. Because Jupiter is basically the, are supposed to be our vacuum cleaner out there where it just sucks in all the kinds of shit floating around out there but i feel like if that's kind of throw it off we could open us up for also it. jupiter's big they said it was like 1300 earths can fit in it or something so um oh a shit ton yeah huge yeah that's crazy dude we'll be back right after this with some mo info stay tuned to the cold report atn.live
This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live, Ambellus Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ann Bellis Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live, Ambellis Talk Network, where you will also find The Cole Report, The Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and Coming Soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live, spread the word. Hey, it's Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast. Here to remind you, you can catch Rantcast Live here exclusively on ATN.Live every Sunday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central p.m., Right here, live on ATN.Live. That's Rantcast Live. You can hear me rant about anything and everything, all conspiracy, all I want. Fuck them. Hi, everyone. Shepard Ambellis here. And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. Stay tuned for your regularly scheduled program, The Cole Report, hosted by yours truly, Aaron Cole. Remember, remember, the 24th of September. First of all, man, Frederick Merz in the German parliament. I still find it so weird how you would confuse September and February. As they were, that's what they're saying. That's the excuse. <laughs> I I slip up and say some, some dumb shit sometimes. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a good bet for it. But I don't think I've ever mixed those two months up. It It's so mind-boggling. Also, kind of weird. We're going to just jump gears or shift gears just a little bit. See, I just did some stupid shit there. But <laughs> as I woke up this morning to a very strange tweet saying that Xi Jinping, China, the China leader, supposedly he has been placed under house arrest, house arrest by the, the People's Liberation Army. I kind of dove into this a little bit. Of course, we don't know what to make out of it because China is basically, no news comes out of there unless they want it to. That's what happens when you live in a communist nation. So oppressive over there. But basically, I found a website 
I don't know what to make of it. It's uh, India or oneindia.com. They're fact check. Fuck fact checks. But in this in this case, I'm thinking this is probably right. It said that maybe these people in China they got confused with uh, some news that a, a vice public security minister, Sun Lin, um, has been placed under arrest and not Xi Jinping. So there's that. We're gonna keep an eye on it, but I seriously doubt they would do that. They're so brainwashed over there. Like maybe there could be like a small coup, but it would get crushed pretty quick because all these. Most of the Chinese people, especially the Chinese military, they've been conditioned and probably the, the shit beat out of them to respect the supreme leader, Xi Jinping. So that was just an interesting little side note. I was trying to jump back to these to these Jupiter clips, but I have seemed to... Oh, I didn't go up high enough. <laughs> oh, man. Those are, it is that's a, crazy sounding, dude. Like, I went in and listened to that again, and it's just like... It definitely sounds like that orchestrated type of news, like coming mm-hmm. down, like like we were talking about. Yeah, this this one is uh, from ABC. Get it loaded up real quick. It was an early morning discovery in the sky over Milwaukee. What's this, Matt? I'm nerding out a little bit, Jaren. This is Jupiter. And if you look closely, you can see three of its many moons. Matt Salimia, News Chopper 12, sharing this exclusive video. This is real weird. I think I noticed this yesterday, but I don't think, and I'm sure you noticed it as well, Shepard. It doesn't look like they're using a telescope. They're almost look, looks like they're just zooming in with a camera. That's you can what see I'm saying. Like that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, like you see, and then they're like, "Oh, that's just three of Jupiter's moons." Well, where are the fucking other ones? Uh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, it's, it, like it's odd, right? Like that's weird. That is the strangest look at looking picture. I mean, if that is a telescope. Maybe, but it sounds like they're in a helicopter. Dude, they're in a fucking helicopter, bro. Yeah. Like, anytime I ever looked up and, you know, we were told, hey, that's like Jupiter and Saturn, Mars and shit, they just look like stars. But with the naked eye, I'm pretty sure I could get my phone out or <clears throat> maybe even like a really good Canon camera and zoom in on it. And it's not going to, I don't think you would see this much detail. Maybe I'm an idiot, but. It'd be cool if a berserker breaks out that camera he has and gets uh, something because, like, he has yeah, that a, really good P two thousand or whatever. Need to talk to him. I gotta get one of those just because, like, that's that. It's not the ideal camera for, um, like, you know, when I went to Bilderberg and I filmed the Elite and stuff. Like you, like that Canon I was using with those pro lenses and shit that shit was like a five thousand dollar setup that's like that's nice for like pictures and it takes like awesome pictures but like when you you know that that p2000 is not going to take pictures like that but the p2000 um zoom so good you know and it takes good pictures don't get me wrong but they're not like these canon pro pictures and shit that um You know, but that's so cool how much that thing zooms in. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he, he puts out some crazy ass pictures out there. I'm going to finish playing up this clip real quick. With our morning news viewers. Next week, it's going to be the closest that it is. Jupiter is the largest planet in the solar system. You can fit um, 
1,316 Earths inside Jupiter. The planet size alone helps it shine bright, but its placement during orbit matters. It happens when the Earth is between the Sun and Jupiter. Jupiter's at opposition on September 26 means opposite the Sun. Bob Bonador runs the planetarium at the Milwaukee Public Museum. He says the opposition happens every 13 months. And it's bright because it's a little closer to the Earth in its orbit. Uh, about 20% closer, and it just shines brighter than any star in the night sky. NASA reports this is the closest Jupiter will be in orbit to Earth in almost 60 years. When you're stargazing over the next week, all you really need are your eyes. You'll even be able to spot some other planets, too. About, say, 7.30, 8 o'clock or so, look for Jupiter in the east, and then up in the southeast, you can see the planet Saturn. Not quite as bright, it's twice as far away. And then for people who are up a little later, you'll see the planet Mars rising. In Milwaukee, Dodgy Aswad, WIC. Hmm. I still don't know what to make of that. I know, it's so it weird, is. isn't it? It's just like you don't know. Uh, how strange. You know, and, and of course, we don't know if any of this even ties in to, to anything, but I mean, I like, I'm the type of like reporter and journalist, like I do everything exactly opposite of how they tell people. Like if you go to journalism school, they're like, uh, they're like, oh, you know, you got to work your uh, case. Like you got to work your um, evidence a certain way. Like you, you got to start at like ground zero and you're like, um, you're going through it in this like methodical fashion. I don't, I don't do that. Like I, that's a waste of time to me because like, I don't come up with like the first evident point, like first, because that's easy to walk yourself a couple steps in and then realize like there's nothing to it. I just go right to the fucking end of it. And I go right to like the crazy, like the craziest conspiracy, like the, the craziest part of the story. And then I work it backwards because then if you hit like connections on like, on like the craziest part of that story and it's like lining up and you're working it backwards. Now you're really working with something. Where did you, where'd you learn how to do that? I was just, that's just, just my, your, your yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. That's, that's a good way to go about it. Like, uh, I guess I do that sometimes when I'm doing mazes and a way different <laughs> example there, but you know, actually I like to start at the end and, you know, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, um, that, that's a good, that's a good method. You know, um, it might come from my electrical contractor, like troubleshooting skills and stuff. It might be like a, almost like some form of troubleshooting that, that I, because I know like the process of troubleshooting things, um, it, it might like derive from that. So like, I'm just going right to like the crux of the problem and seeing if I can get any readings. Right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. I know it's been a while since we've talked about this, but I guess that was like a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half ago where they were saying something about uh, Uranus, like the atmosphere, maybe it was Neptune. Where the atmosphere collapsed or something like that? That have that, you heard anything else that about that? That happened on all the planets we're doing that. So like um we we should go in and check on this some more. I should probably dive into this because I'm getting in telehub.news going more and more now. Um but like it started with the outer planets. Like if you um 
talked to like the guy, you know, Ty, Clyde Tombaugh, the guy who discovered Pluto, him and other astronomers always knew there was uh, like something out there, a perturber, like a really big planet. Some of them think it could be like hundreds of times the size of Jupiter or something like that. Um, maybe even like the size of our sun. Cause it might be like the nemesis. And then there's a system around it, but they know there's something out there cause they can see how it tugs on um, Pluto was one of the first things like Clyde Tombaugh noticed it was being like tugged around in a really weird fashion. And that's how they knew there was like this perturber. And that's how ultimately they started putting telescopes up in our government and probably other governments um, knew because you got to have like infrared to see the brown dwarf and um you know, cause it's like a burnout sun that has its own planets revolving around it. Like if, if that's the system and that can fly, that flies like independent of our system, but it's part of our system because it's the binary part. So there's basically like two suns in every system that, that, um, kind of like dance around each other, but then they have their planets that go around and sometimes they get closer and they can kind of, you know, interact more when they're at their closest. Right. So this is yeah. all just kind of like documented in different historical texts and just throughout like space stuff. Um, but that's how you, okay. So, so the atmosphere thing started with Pluto and then it, it started coming inward to like the next planet. Right. Like, and then like Neptune. So, we need to check to see if that's moved in even further. Are they having atmospheric disturbances on planets that are even closer to earth? And, and is this thing showing like a pattern of moving in? We remember, yeah, this um, thing is a, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, catfish, no, say the catfish, Biggs, uh, Briggs, he, um, in my film and stuff, you know, and he, and in, in his, on his YouTube, he tracks that, um, magnetic signatures of the earth and everything like, like every day. And I used to go in and look at these every day and it does look like something's approaching earth from like the wrong side, which is kind of like a, um, kind of like a planet X, um, thing. You know, they always said it would approach from like the Southern hemisphere, I think. And it, when it, when it, when it comes, it comes fast. So, you know, that's why this Jupiter thing is alarming because like when planet X comes in, like historical documentation of it, it's like, you know, you don't really see it. And then there's a big object and then it's like a bigger star. And then all of a sudden it's just there. And it's like huge because of how it, um, of how it like apexes in at, at eventually at its closest point to earth right so it's it's that's kind of how it works that is some scary shit <clears throat> i think i got a couple more questions on the uh, for the next segment and then uh, we can get to maybe what we could see on earth maybe what we're seeing right now earthquake activities picking up weird weather and damn volcanoes stay tuned to the cold report 
This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of the Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live, Ambellis Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to the Shepherd Ann Bella Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network, where you will also find the Cole Report, the Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and coming soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live, spread the word. Chris from the Rained Out Rancast here reminding you to find all your free speech uncensored content right here on ATN.Live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.Live. Catch shows like Conspiracy Chicks, The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central. Every weekday night, you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast Live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. The Cole Report. It's the darkest thing you can do with yourself in the morning with your pants on. Are you ready? Let's get to the show. So I was just doing a little bit of digging around. I thought this number was a little higher, but maybe they changed it. They, I mean, the the internet overlords, the shitheads out there. It's saying that 85% of stars have a binary system or even a triple or even higher. Sometimes I couldn't imagine like, oh shit, (laughs) two seems, two seems pretty, pretty good. Then I also looked down just a little bit further and I found this, this question, I guess this is commonly asked on Google. Did, did earth ever have two suns? And this says, we already knew the solar system is a total weirdo. The placement of the planets appear out of whack compared to other systems. And it's missing the most common planet in the galaxy, the super Earth. So if not for some cosmic event or quark, Earth could have had two suns. And then, of course, they put at the end, but we don't. But, but, you know, <clears throat> so the, the whole thing is with the, um, 
with with like the, the documented history kind of if you really get into it mm. that son is a uh, is burnout now and it, it and it burnt out so it turned into a brown dwarf uh you, you know this is just through a bunch of different texts and researchers um compilations and it seems to make sense um to me at least but the the theory now is you know not to like nasa them because they're not going to really say this but like to people that are like into (laughs) this is like uh you know you got a brown dwarf and and that system's flying around still and the sun is pretty much burnt out um And you, but you still have these planets orbiting around all that, you know, and then, and then every now and then, like every 3,600 years, they come real close to our system mm-hmm. and, and you know, that out of whackness. So that's, there's, that there's documented history of that in the, um, Sumerian cylinder seals. And they say that there, there was this planet called Marduk and it, it, it collided with I think it collided with earth or something at one point. Um, like I can't remember if like it, the earth one. one yeah. Planet. Yeah. Right. Or something. Um, or, or maybe even like with our planet, I can't remember what the text said exactly, but, but then basically that, um, that broke that planet Marduk up and that's what caused the asteroid belt. So, um, now there's all this debris floating around because it's not like asteroids just are there and form themselves that, so that planet broke up. That's what, um, Dr. Jason Rand was telling us that we were holding pieces yeah. of that. Yeah. That was, I just got goosebumps thinking when you said, when you're talking about Marduk or Marduk, it's like, Oh shit. I remember it's like, yeah, you're holding like a, what do you say? It was like a twenty thousand dollar piece of piece of the rock. No, that's like two hundred. It's said. like two hundred grand because oh, two hundred thousand. Oh, okay. that shit's like ten thousand dollars a pound. Holy shit! <laughs> like you just have this chilling in your living room. Yeah, I was crazy. thinking like you want to donate this fucking thing. <laughs> that was he was a cool guy. Yeah, but uh, it's also Nibiru. Some people say it's like it's almost like a super Earth, right? It's like yeah. it's supposed to be bigger than 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 our Earth right now, so it seems like they're kind of you know like hey it's, normal places have this but we you know we don't shucks guys I don't know what to tell you here. It seems like they just kind of admit stuff kind of openly, well, but also you know try to backpedal it. Well, there's also like the placement of our Earth and and how it sits in this very habitable zone, and then mm-hmm. the placement of our of our moon. So. Uh, scientists and astronomers basically know that our moon is not natural. Um, our moon is not, they know that it wasn't there at one point. So there's literally speculation that, and this isn't like the, the, um, you know, in the world of astronomy and science, there's actual speculation that they believe the moon was um like literally towed into place. Oh shit. That's crazy. It, and also all the stuff I've looked up on the moon too, it's this the size the size ratio between Earth and the moon 
is completely bonkers compared to everything else that's out there. God, you look at Mars, I think Mars is a little bit smaller than Earth, but like its moons are basically look like kind of like asteroids. <laughs> like they're all fucked up looking. They don't look spherical. Right. It seems, it now, seems totally. Now they to say the have. moon controls are tied and all that. I don't know how they, I don't, I've never really totally got into how all that works and if that's even like legit, but, um, it could be, um, you know, to, if you're going to terraform a planet, look, let's look at the, the biblical, um, aspect of this. Like mm, it said, uh, in, in, in Genesis, in the original text, it says like this, it says something like this. I'm going to paraphrase. It says, it says God came down from the heavens with his entourage and terraformed the earth in seven days and seven nights. That's paraphrasing. So it doesn't say he literally created this earth it says he came down and it literally says it refers to like multiple you know entities or whatever and um it says he hovered over the face of the waters okay so that's letting you know those waters were already there he yeah. came down he hovered over the face of the waters and essentially, in my opinion, it's saying he terraformed the planet. Now to do that, do you, do you create a moon? If you're a God, do you, do you have that built? Do you manifest yeah. it? Do you have some guys tow it into place from another system? Like, you know, what do you do when you go about terraforming? a planet and putting the garden of Eden in a very specific spot yeah. on that planet. It seems like to me, you would, you'd bring that bitch with you You'd hook it up like a, like an old beater car and tow it to your buddy's house. And like, Hey, we're going to make this place better. <laughs> Have you watched that movie moonfall yet? No, I think I, it came out like last year. I, I want to see so, that. Did you see that? Yeah. What, what, what goes on on that? <clears throat> All right, so basically, I've only watched it once, but everything kind of with the moon starts freaking out. They're like, well, it's losing. It's like getting closer to the Earth. Like it's almost falling out of orbit. And pretty much right off the bat, it starts getting a little crazy. And I was like, I'm going to fucking love this. The The moon is basically some kind of computer that was, it was like from a different planet. And it gets brought to Earth and it kind of helped start civilization so this is what this is what kind of, sort of tripping me with what you're saying and there's some kind of uh black it's almost looks like a black goo like kind of like this graphene oxide kind of creature and it buries its way into the moon and inside the moon it's hollow and there's basically like this computer system for just a lack of better term and it starts going in there and trying to basically kill it this this black goo graphene oxide thing it just goes around and destroys stuff. It doesn't really have a form. It's not like a looks like a person or anything. It's just like this blob. And, and but it goes in there and it starts fucking up the moon. And the moon starts coming down and 
colliding with Earth, and they got to go into the into the moon. They got to fly a spaceship in there and battle it. I can't remember exactly how they get rid of it that part, but just the that whole idea of the moon being from from a different place and this this uh, graphene oxide black goo thing destroyed its first like system where it was at. That's where I'm getting a little foggy. Is the beginning part of it, but um, but, but yeah, but the moon comes here and starts making people or something like that. But it's a very trippy movie, and there's just so much correlation there. And of course, the black goo thing that Ryan Gable and uh, several other people talk about it too. But it always seems like I don't know if it's just for Hollywood, if it's just for effect or not. It's, it's it's this black stuff, but I find it interesting how they would tie that in there because they could have made it anything. Well, they got they got the antagonist. They got NBC News. It says uh, Earth's moon is a rare oddball. Uh, the moon formed after a nasty planetary collision with young Earth. Yet it looks odd next to its watery orbital neighbor. Look, it says it collided with the young Earth. Now check this out. In what I'm saying is, is they're lying because the real history, if you go back into the Sumerian text, it says that that planet Marduk com- collided with Earth and then that formed the asteroid. But I guess that could have formed a moon, but I don't believe that the, the moon looks, um, in fact, they even found like a seam on the moon. It's almost like Ooh, a Dyson sphere. Yes. I think they talk about that in Moonfall as well. That it was like a Dyson Fear and then it kinda like I guess somehow it um camouflaged itself or maybe just shit settling on it from throughout space. But yes, I forgot about that part. Yeah, Dyson Sphere. Well they I need to look into those. They more. admitted Dyson Spheres are real. Um uh, they they the admitted build those. Yeah, they um, or some kind of alien. Now they they ad, they like the newscientist.com and other publications. They say like th- these Dyson spheres are alien megastructures, and um, they 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 talk about um, how they they think they really exist. Like they might have found some and located them. Holy shit! I think that's what we would need to do on the sun, so we get like some crazy amount of energy from it to maybe propel ourselves into the cosmos that would be badass so maybe you'd need something smaller <clears throat> to do that that is really trippy i love talking about this kind of stuff and getting into it uh to jump back to the jupiter thing i was just thinking about the density the the gravitational pull we're told that jupiter has it seems like if there's a, a brown dwarf sun and it has like a super earth around it and that's coming through that seems like that would would have enough force to move jupiter out of the way and not get swallowed up by it <clears throat> right like it could be tugging close. on jupiter like that that could be why jupiter's close all of a sudden you know what i'm saying like like that 70 year thing could just be like a cover like we don't even know um it's it's odd though like like all this is weird and, and it's fascinating to talk about even like these Dyson spheres. It's like they're admitting they've basically found these things. They like think they're alien megastructures. We're being lied to. We are being lied to. Oh man. I guess on the other side we can, uh, gosh, I'm kind of, I just want to keep this going. This is, you blow my mind with this stuff, Shepard.
We'll figure it out. We'll be back after the break. Shepard Ambellis is with us. Hi, everyone. Shepard Ambellis here. And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7-365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Raindell Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, The Ambellus Talk Network. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the the carbon, the the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. Hey, it's Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast. Here to remind you, you can catch Rantcast Live here exclusively on ATN.Live every Sunday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central PM right here live on ATN.Live. That's Rantcast Live. You can hear me rant about anything and everything, all conspiracy, all I want. Fuck them. The only thing darker here than that is the shit I cover. And maybe my humor. This is the Cole Report. We're still making it through the 24th. But for how long? Even if the the Earth... If humanity survives today, we have a very bleak future ahead of us. The earth is rocking and rolling, earthquakes, super volcanoes, other regular volcanoes. I think Tonga is a pretty good size one. The super volcano, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce that one. I don't know who uh, who came up with that name. <laughs> It's not easy to pronounce these earthquakes all of a sudden just they went kind of crazy. There have been a couple sixes here and there this year, but for a few months it went a little quiet. And then out of this out of just the, the blue here, we start seeing in September earthquakes, the, the, the mid Atlantic Ridge in China, Papua New Guinea. Taiwan, Taiwan, Mexico, Mexico, all in the upper six to seven range. Just all of a sudden, just going crazy. <clears throat> I don't know how many of y'all out there watch people like Dutch Sense. He does a great channel. He just talks about earthquakes. I'm not even going to attempt to explain it. 
in the way that he does, but it seems that he believes at times there's something causing the earth to do this. It could be the sun. It could be a perturber coming in. Well, well, I, um, I know for a fact that, uh, planetary alignments can cause earthquakes and volcanoes to blow off. Um, in fact, I used to be, um, in the tracking this stuff kind of like Dutch sense, but not like that crazy. But, um, this, this dude, now this is crazy. So I, I, um, I was into, in fact, I think I used to even text with Dutch sense like a decade ago and stuff, but, um, they, uh, there was like several people that were kind of tracking stuff like that and, and doing things like back in the day, this one dude, um, kind of emerged on the scene and, and he had some like spot on data, but he like messaged me. I can't remember this guy's name. He messaged me and he goes, he goes, there's going to be an earthquake in three days off the coast of Japan. Oh shit. I shit you not. He called the Fukushima earthquake. Oh fuck. Yep. And I was like mind blown at how some of these guys are like calling the shit, but how he did it was, um, there was an alignment. Okay. In fact, I think it was a Jupiter alignment. Oh no, Shepard, don't do that, man. So that puts us like in the, the, the danger window. It seems right. If, if we got this, this Jupiter thing going on from, I guess today till possibly the end of look, the month. Look, um, they said the fucking uh, cycle for Jupiter is every 11 years or uh, uh, 11 uh, months, right? 13 months, I think. 13 months. Okay. 11 or 13. Um, I can't remember what alignment this is, but that was like March 11th, 2011. So that was 13 years or um, 11 years ago or something like that. Yeah. And this dude like, I mean, I find that like crazy. Like a dude like texts me and he's like, in three days, there's going to be a massive earthquake off the coast of Japan. You still, you still in touch with this guy? No, I, feel I like don't even remember start. like who that this dude was. It's like he kind of disappeared too after that. There was a lot of people who thought this guy was like an operative or something, but it, it's so crazy. Like, I don't know how he came up with that. Then there was like speculation that, um, that earthquake might have been caused by micronukes. Like they um, pre-blew the shelf in Japan off the coast and it and it did that. Um, and I'm not discounting that and I'm not even discounting they do stuff like that on purpose to cause problems, but I'm not discounting that they... I've had a seismologist teach me how to read seismograms and underwater earthquakes and... Um, this was about 12 years ago or something. And this guy like tried to get in contact with me. And he's like, you have to see this. They're blowing off nuclear weapons on all the fault lines under the ocean. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like a top seismologist. And he started showing me certain places and how to read these like nuclear sine waves. And it's weird because I saw that same pattern in the japanese earthquake how, how long ago was uh did you get information about that were there 
Um, Messing with the, the fault lines in the ocean. That was about like 12 years ago or something like that. Oh, wow. And, and I went in and I looked at dozens of cases of it. And so, like, I don't discount that they're, <clears throat> they might even be geoengineering and pre-slipping faults that they think are going to um, really cause damage to um, kind of like preserve shorelines and stuff as right. you know to mitigate this type of stuff or they might be going in and actually just doing that in some cases to actually like create havoc oh man do you think if uh i know there's talk about if uh if nibiru and and planet x and stuff like that come in it could cause some sloshing do you think it'd be like a good idea to maybe positions like nukes or something like that to stop it from, from happening? well i think that i think if you were like a real society and you knew this was coming in and and you weren't diabolic and you didn't want everyone to die um which you know they probably would if you think about it if there's going to be like a calamity yeah the new world order wants to wipe us out but if that's worldwide they're probably going to want to preserve life to some extent because um you know, there's different countries and nations, right? So which nation's going to have the most population in the end? Or, you know, it becomes like a competition thing, like a strategy. So um, I would say that they would mit have mitigation plans. It's just like they talked about mitigating the Yellowstone supervolcano. Uh, and NASA's in charge of that. And they're talking about That's drilling weird, down into it and pumping water into it. So why is NASA in charge of that? Why? Because this all relates to what I'm talking about. And, and they probably really are mitigating this stuff. It would be the smartest thing to do if you're rich and powerful and you, you get out of your bunker or wherever you're at and you have nobody to roll over, then shit, that, that makes their life almost pointless. I talked it about seems this. Like you would yeah. No, I talked about this with my good friend, uh, Avalon and he was he he was speculating and then we started getting into it and the amount of energy that cern uses is in like mega joules and okay. we were we were speculating that cern's not even what they say it is and it's more of like a oh, gyroscope and it's a planetary oh. stabilization device and there's many of these that they activated in record time it was like they were racing to get these cerns going could they know like you know when they discovered planet x for sure and got confirmation like in 79 80 81 82 and they started going rex 84 and fema do they start building planetary stabilization devices that would make a lot of sense have you heard of i think there's one in tennessee i can't remember the name of it i heard tony merkel talking about it the other day it's somewhere around where he lives and it's supposed to be like a mini CERN there that I'd never heard of before. I, I need to, to I, dig into I that. I think some more. there's like hundreds of these things around the planet oh, yeah. now, um, in smaller forms and and medium. Um, but there was kind of like a race to get these things activated. Now, uh, the Tunguska, Russia, um, when they say an asteroid hit, it actually didn't oh, yeah. hit in their line because there's no evidence of an asteroid strike. There's, there's, there's just a big the, boom. The, you right. know, um, some people speculate it was an air burst then, you know, that, that are more deeper into it. Like the mainstream, they'll tell you an asteroid hit, but, 
but like it oh, could have sure. been like an air burst. But but here's the thing: a team went in with the Nazis and everything, and they were going in there in like the 19 something um, early on, and they found a facility that looked uh, ancient, but it looked uh, high tech, and it was an underground base basically. And at the entrance, it says, "What preserves us." preserves you is what they translated it and basically oh they think it was a planetary stabilization device that activated itself because they were getting a reading so um it's possible wow. that this planet's been rigged with devices like that that is insane shepherd my man thank you for coming on be sure to check out the shepherd and bella show monday through friday six central that was great information i cannot thank you enough you, you blow my socks off when we, we get into stuff like this every time. <clears throat> that'll be it for the cold report we'll see you back october 1st i believe might get into some some weird shit thank y'all hey chris with the rained out Randcast here letting you know to find all your favorite shows from the Shepherd and Bella show to the Cole Report to the Conspiracy Chicks right here on ATN.Live, including Rantcast Live every Sunday at 8 Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on ATN.Live. Come and check it out. Hi, everyone. Shepherd and Bella's here. And I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellus Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, The Shepherd Ambellus Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows, ATN.Live, the Ambellus Talk Network. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live, Ambella's Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ann Bella Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network, where you will also find the Cole Report, the Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, and Coming Soon Berserker Survival, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. Thanks for being a part of us through your much appreciated financial support, promoting the network, listening to the shows, and blessing us with your many prayers and warm thoughts. ATN.Live, spread the word. Yes. <laughs>